What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and in this episode of Make It Green 2019, I'm going to be repeating myself just a little bit, just to go over some of the most important tidbits in the series that have been talked about and discussed thus far. So, first of all, before we dive in today, I want to remind everybody, search for hashtag Make It Green 2019, whether you are listening in on iTunes or Spotify or on the Anchor app or Google Podcasts, whatever app it is that you're using today to check out the show, be sure to search for hashtag Make It Green 2019. You can also search for that hashtag on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter because the episodes were posted and other information was shared uh, with that hashtag Make It Green 2019 because. We are going to make it green in 2019. That's what these topics are all about. This year and next year, since it's going to be 2020, we're going to be elevating to hashtag making plenty in 2020. So if you're with me, if you're rocking with me, be sure to follow both those hashtags. Uh, But starting this year to the end of the year, make it green 2019 is the one to follow. So let's go ahead and touch on some of the very important topics we've covered thus far. One of the major components of making it green is recovering and rebuilding your credit. Your credit might be sick, your credit might be ill, and you might be thinking that you can't recover it. Because one of the biggest fallacies of thought that is running around, especially in communities of color, is that the more melanin you got, somehow that's directly correlated with, um, you know, or negatively correlated with your credit score, as if the higher your melanin goes, the lower your credit score is going to be. Um, you know, and there's lots of jokes about it. We always hear, you know, laughter about it. Well, it's bullshit, okay? And you have to shake off those negative fallacies, those negative thought processes that have been pushed onto, um, you know, black community, Latina community, you know, whatever other community that has bought into the bullshit. You have to shake that off because those things are holding people back. Let's be honest. There are a lot of people who have not tried to do better because they assumed that doing better wouldn't lead to anything, that they would never get anywhere. Now, that's not to say there's not oppression because there's definitely oppression. There's definitely oppression. But there are historical examples and there are current present examples of people who have still endured through oppression or basically took a sword out and cut the oppression up that tried to come at them. Um, or some people who simply found a network that they could work within that would not oppress them. So it is doable. And it's, it's simply about getting the information, getting the knowledge, and then applying it. So in my own circle, you know, I, I, I can send you to certain people you can work with. Um, I'm sure that you know people, though, that you can work with to achieve these goals. So the first thing is to get out of that fallacy, that error of thought um, that you can't. Because, yes, you can. That's not just an Obama campaign slogan. That is real. Yes, you can. The next thing that I want to talk about is the misconception that you have to open up a business in order to become wealthy or gain wealth. You know, that's that's not the case. Owning a business is not for everybody. So, you know, those those of us out here who are operating, you know, a small business of some type should not try to sell it as being the only way to get ahead. There are other options if you really want to grow wealth. And it could simply be reducing your cost of living 
um, based on the income that you have and just doing some investment with your money. Now, if you're not, you know, well educated on uh, investment and how to make money on it, I do strongly advise um, following people like Warren Buffett and others who've made uh, unimaginable sums of money just off of investment. Um, but the first step is going to be reducing your cost of living. Now, reducing your cost of living does not mean that you reduce your quality of life. So I do strongly advise you to check out the episode where I discuss how to reduce your cost of living in an effective way where you don't lose out on anything that you, sh- you know, that you should enjoy and that you have the right to enjoy. But, you know, so once again, just don't think that you have to have a business in order to be successful. Another thing besides reducing your cost of living is also, you know, consider doing cooperative living um, as an option of setting yourself up to um, to own investment properties, to own real estate investments. So that's another major part of the discussion of Making Green 2019, which is something that anybody can do, is buying properties, um, living in one part of a property but renting out the other, and then setting yourself up in that way to be able to save money and buy your second property and then buy your third property. And then from there, having yourself set up with like three, four or five properties that are all generating income and you'll be living in one of them. So you're, you, you know, you basically come out ahead because by the time you get into your second property, your cost of living in your, in your household where you live is going to be zero because all your rental income is going to cover everything that you've got. Now, that doesn't mean go out there and be crazy and spend all kind of money because one of the things I keep mentioning in the Make It Green 2019 series is um, don't, you still want to keep your cost of living under what you make, okay? Because having properties means you do have to have, you have to have your insurance, of course, but you've also got to have a savings account for little things that may come up. Things do happen and you don't want to be, you know, surprised by an unexpected cost because a a branch broke through a window. You know, that's not your renter's responsibility. That's gonna be you. So you do still have to prepare, you know, a little little rainy day money, literally. Um, And you do have homeowners, but you can't take out a homeowner policy on things like a branch falling through a window unless it was related to like the weather or it was a big disaster or something. So you do have to be prepared for little things like that. Also, what if there's a plumbing issue, you know, you, you have to have savings set aside for that. But overall, think about how much money you're going to be making whenever your cost of living ends up being covered by your two properties when you get to that level. When you got the first one, though, you may have to share expenses, but you're still going to have a reduced cost of living. So just to kind of summarize that real quick, in case you missed anything there, because I did kind of rant a little bit, when you get your first property, you're basically sharing the expenses of the property with the other person or people who live in um, the second or third unit, whatever it is, because I do strongly advise people either buy a duplex, a triplex, or or a fourplex um, for their first property, or you can simply buy a property that you can easily divide so that it becomes two separate households. Uh, But in your first property, the goal is to share expenses with somebody, and, and hopefully somebody you trust. I usually tell people your first property um, rent to people that you know and that you have a long established relationship with and that they have proven themselves financially responsible so that you don't have to end up in an argument with a friend who's just not going to pay. Um, make sure you get responsible people. So 
And then but when you get into your second property, when you buy your second property, that the rent from that second property is all going to be, you know, extra income after you pay your mortgage. Um, all the extra, that's just extra money coming in your pocket from two different people, two different households. So now you got three households paying you rent and you live in one. So that's what I mean about by the time you get into your second, your second property, um, your cost of living is going to almost be zero because your in your rental income is going to pay all your bills. So that way your job, you keep your job for a while. Like I don't advise people just dropping their job. Like if you got a job or you got a business that brings in income, don't drop it just because you're at your second property. You're not ready for that yet. Um, basically by a second property it just means you have a lot of extra income, uh, which means you should be saving for your third property. If you really want to go ahead and not have a nine to five anymore, um, you know, but that, that's up to you, each individual situation. So that's another facet of Make It Green 2019 is investing in real estate or in stocks. Let me not forget, I did mention stocks. Which is the idea of cooperative economics. So cooperative economics is basically sharing expenses. And this can be done, as I mentioned it, in the real estate side of things, um, before or after you own. Now, let's not get it twisted. You can also do this before you own the property. I'll break it down. But also, besides that, cooperative economics can also occur in business. And that's something not to forget. So this is how this works. If you're in a rental situation, home buyer situation, or business situation. So number one, in a rental situation. So this means that you're doing cooperative economics because you're setting yourself up to prepare to expand um, something financially. Maybe you're um, cooperative, doing cooperative economics as a renter because you plan on having a business or investing in real estate or investing in stocks. You have a plan and you need to save money. Or maybe you just want to save money. Maybe that's just it. Maybe you're just trying to save money. Maybe you need to buy a vehicle and you need to put a large enough down payment so that your monthly note is reduced. You know, whatever it may be. You've got a goal in mind. So cooperative economics as a renter is basically like having a roommate. However, you can set it up um, in a house also. You don't have to just have like an apartment roommate. You can get a house roommate and you'll have more space available. Uh, but one thing that I want to suggest to people who are cooperative economics as, as roommates is consider setting up a schedule for the shared spaces because a lot of people are hesitant to have a roommate and share an apartment or a home with them because it is difficult as an adult to have to maneuver around someone else or have them be aware of your private life so i strongly advise people to make it easier so that you can guys you guys can sustain together longer set up a schedule about how you're going to use um, the shared space also designate segments of the shared space that will be your own so that way you kind of have a little more power and control over your own space and your own time and there's nothing wrong with that and you have to be respectful of each other in that it has to be a thing of i really want you to be comfortable and i also want me to be comfortable so let's set this up how is the space going to be divided you know what times um do you want to use the, the shared spaces and have that discussion and set it down ahead of time so you can reduce friction now as far as people doing cooperative economics after you buy a house well if you're in a single family unit you may want to follow the same advice that i just gave to roommates 
But considering that you probably did what I did, which is buy a double or, or you know, threeplex or fourplex, um, go ahead and, you know, relax in that situation because everybody has their independent living space. Um, but I always strongly advise people to set reasonable rents. Remember that the people who are living on the property that you also live should feel that you trust people that are responsible financially, but also you want to treat them well because they are a part of your foundation. These people need to receive reasonable rents from you. They need to just be sharing the expenses of the space with you so that all of you are able to come out ahead. My personal design with this system is to allow for a growth in the number of property owners um, so that you have two people renting from you, one or two people renting from you, and then they're able to save money, you're able to save money, you get to buy your second property, they get to buy their first property, and then they in turn do the same thing. And remember what I said though, I really want you guys to be nice to each other and set reasonable rents. You don't have to follow the market trends and overprice people. You can share in a cooperative system and it just makes more sense. And the same is true for uh, commercial properties. If you've got a business, um, try to cooperate with other people and uh, reducing your cost of operations, your overhead costs, if, as any business owner knows, those overhead costs are a big determining factor in whether or not your business succeeds. So if you can reduce your overhead costs by sharing expenses with other small business people, why not go ahead and do that? You're setting all of you up to do better and come out ahead. And now number five is probably what I should have started with, but we're going to go ahead and talk about it now at the end of the podcast, which is the why. Why are we trying to make it green in 2019? Well, because I don't know about you, but I know that at a certain point, um, you know, I forget exactly how many years ago, I got tired of struggling. I got tired of making it paycheck to paycheck and trying to come out ahead and, you know, always hardworking, you know, contrary to what some people in our society think, um, people who are making it paycheck to paycheck, barely getting by, who are stressed out, who do not have a living wage, contrary to what they think, we do work hard. We work a hell of a lot and I got tired of busting my ass and not getting ahead not being able to live the life that I want not being able to just have the peace of mind to know that you know things are gonna be provided for uh, comfortably um, number one that's just baseline right there's a lot a lot of people and I know I was one of them not even able to get by you know like any little thing that comes up you 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 devastated financially speaking and it, the stress of that is is wears down on people's health i know i was feeling it and i had had enough and i'm pretty sure people listening to this are going to say they've had enough as well because if you're working hard baby you should be getting more paid more but until we are able to get this living wage situated and make sure that everybody is making enough to afford the cost of living where they're living i at least want to make sure that i'm sharing information on ways that have worked for me, have worked for other people to become more financially secure, uh, number one. And also, in addition to that, it's about having more control over your time and over your space. Because if you're constantly having to, you know, rent from other people and run around and everything else, you're basically, that space is never really officially yours. So you can't really set it up the way that you want. You can't get comfortable the way that you want. Um, so by, you know, owning your own space and directing your own space, 
you're able to be more empowered overall. Uh, so like things, for example, like with my house, you know, I was finally able to uh, plant the, the natural herbs like rosemary and sage that I really wanted and avocado tree. Um, I'm able to decorate the space in the way that I want. I can use the space in the way that I want. There's no limitations. There's no boundaries. It's very, very freeing to own your own space, to control that space and direct it in the way that you would have it to go for your best comfort. But also, it's about enjoying the freedom to move about. Because as we know, a lot of people want to travel. A lot of people want to have these various experiences. But how are you going to have these experiences and you can't even afford it you can't barely you're barely getting by like that was something i got tired of saying like i want to go to this place but i can't i want to do this but i can't like everybody deserves the freedom to do these things so since you know i don't know when we're gonna get this living wage i don't know when we're gonna get this balanced income with cost of living thing but what i do know is you can come out ahead financially by following the advice in the series make it green 2019 Remember, step one is cut back your overhead costs and expenses. You can start looking at uh, repairing your credit, um, rebuilding it, not wiping it clean. Don't go to no credit cleaners. Go to my credit episodes and listen to them because it's very simple. I'm not the only person who used the strategy and it worked. You can do it for yourself. Don't pay nobody. Don't give nobody access to your social security number, especially a lot of y'all out here just listening to these Instagram people and you sending your information to these people. But I don't understand. You can do it for yourself, trust me. And in, and in credit episodes, at Word of a Rebel, um, I break it down how to do it yourself. And if you need help, I'm willing to help you, but you are gonna have to pay me for my time. But I'd rather not, I'd rather you do it. Cause there's empowerment in you walking through the process, which is why I laid it out in the episodes at Word of a Rebel. Um, and make it green 2019 so that you can do it and you can direct the process so that's another thing you know so you know reducing your overhead expenses getting your credit rebuilt using some solid advice and then maybe doing cooperative living to truly reduce your overhead um getting invested in in business and real estate and stock whatever it might be just having the financial freedom to be able to do the things that you really want to do by thinking outside of the box doing the things that maybe you haven't considered and going ahead and living the life that you deserve to live by being empowered over your situation. So once again, everybody, be sure to check out Make It Green 2019 at Word of a Rebel. Episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app, as well as many other platforms. I will talk to all of you soon. If you've got any questions, if you've got any of the topics that you'd like to hear about, Please hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube at Word of a Rebel, and I will be sure to holler back at you as soon as I can. Peace.